Welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is episode 99. We took a long break, and uh, today's episode is just going to be kind of filling in on uh, the last, I don't know, eight to ten months, I guess. Um, it's been a little bit of a, of a time since we've recorded together, Calvin. That it has. So yeah, uh, we just kind of want to give you a little heads up on some like updates on um, the podcast and on life. Um, took a little step away, uh, mostly because my daughter was born um, a little over eight months ago. Um, that was the, the big thing. Um, but yeah, so first of all, uh, we are giving the whole video recording podcast a go. Um, we took a little survey on Facebook um, asking if people wanted... Um, you know, video version, just like a little appetizer um, with a with a snippet from each episode, or if you wanted the the whole dealio, um, raw and unedited, uh, calling it you know hash browns all the way, um, little little Waffle House reference there, um, and overwhelmingly, I think it was like eighty something percent of uh, of you all um, said that uh, they preferred the raw unedited uh, nonsense. So. Um, We'll be posting to, I believe, YouTube and Facebook video, um, the raw, unedited versions of uh, each episode. Um, sometimes that'll include some banter beforehand. Sometimes that'll include some banter after. Um, sometimes that'll include a lot of awkward pauses and things. Um, yeah. And maybe uh, you will look at us differently and realize that we are not the uh, the professionals that that uh, the, the, the magic of editing makes us out to be. Um, I don't think that we even come across that way, but... No, not even close. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, you can uh, go ahead and just find us, Let God Die, on uh, YouTube. And, um, yeah, uh, the plan is to release the longer extended versions of the video at the same time as the audio still find the audio on all of the podcast services but the video will be more of just a um extended version if you want to see our faces um and uh just experience some more of the raw nonsense um so yeah that's pretty cool and um what else uh i i was thinking the other day just the man the last eight months thinking about how to sum that up uh there's been a lot uh, a lot of, a lot of good, a lot of heart wrenching times. Um, but, uh, yeah, so my daughter was born a little over eight months ago. Um, so that is, I know, right. Calvin's met her. Evelyn is darling. Yeah. She's pretty great. She's a pretty outstanding child. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, just recently she learned how to crawl and stand herself up at furniture. Um, she said her first couple words uh, when we were in Michigan. She said she pulled off a couple of high dads. Um, I don't think she knew what she was saying, but uh, it counts, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. But uh, since then, she hasn't. So, you know, slacking. But uh, <laughs> what but can it, you do? Yeah, it's it's been pretty incredible though. I'm a, a work from home dad. The way that uh, my wife words it is that I just work third shift usually at around 10 p.m. That's when I start working. Um, when I have woodwork out in the garage or in the basement. Um, so it, it works out well for us. Um, it's, it's a cool deal. We've been pretty exhausted. Um, just the other day I was thinking like, man, I feel like I've lost sight of a lot of things that I care about. 
um, not everything, but just like some things where I've just been like, all right, like, I feel like I want to like get my bearings about me. Um, and, uh, uh, just kind of reassess, um, my direction and, and whatnot. Um, I mean, at the same time, a lot of cool things have, have happened. Um, being stay at home dad, uh, I have a lot of time available, um, to get together with guys for lunch or for coffee. Um, sometimes that looks like Bible study. Sometimes that looks like, uh, just talking about life. Um, sometimes praying together. Um, but, uh, that's been on my heart a lot more of the one-on-one, um, like discipleship and just sharing life together. Um, and that's, yeah, that's been tough. Cause there, there has been a period of time that even with meeting with people, I've realized like, man, I haven't been present, <laughs> you know? Um, a lot of that due to being distracted by, by a kiddo. Um, I love it. Uh, but yeah, it has been kind of challenging, um, just kind of challenging all around, but, uh, I don't know. It's, it's just been a huge blessing. Um, but, uh, yeah, also in the last eight months, uh, one of, uh, one of my best friends passed away. Um, it was, and Calvin knew him really well, our friend Ryan. Um, and, uh, he passed away, I think when my daughter was like three weeks old or so. Yeah. He had uh, Rocky, you know, Rocky last few years with a lot of, a lot of things with, uh, with addiction issues and stuff, but, um, legit, like, the realest dude in a lot of ways that I've ever known, uh, didn't bull crap me when I approached him on really hard conversations. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's still tough. Cause it, there are times that I'm just like, man, uh, can't wait to see right. You know, like there, there are moments that it's almost like I, it's still not real to me. Um, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, it ended up being, a some cool things happened surrounding that time. I was able to go to his funeral in Canada and then we had a memorial service in Michigan for him. And, um, just reconnected with some friends that I hadn't talked to in a very long time. I mean, a couple of them that I don't think I've really hung out with in, you know, 12 or 15 years. Um, and, uh, that's been really incredible just to kind of like rekindle those friendships. Another thing, sorry, yeah, it kind of switched gears from that, but um, uh, my, uh, me and Kendra, my wife, uh, we've we've sensed it being on our hearts to to launch or be a part of a launch. You know, we don't really know of a of a house church for a little bit now, and it really just started um, a little over a year ago. I was sitting in church and just kind of had like this. Sometimes I'll just jot down notes and. Uh, Oftentimes it's just very random and I don't really know what the motivation is behind it or if it's just, you know, my thoughts or something that God's placing on my heart. But, um, I remember just jotting down like, huh, uh, I wonder if our future holds starting a church, you know? Um, and that was an idea that I didn't really talk about. Um, and just kind of like let resonate, um, or marinate, I don't know, whatever, uh, for a while. Um, still don't know what the timing looks like for that. I think there, there's a lot of growing that I need to do and that, uh, me and Kendra need to do in our marriage and, um, just, uh, yeah, just some things that I think need to be more in place, uh, before going there. Um, just wanting to be wise about going about that in, uh, in the right way. But, uh, but anyway, it's a huge decision, dude. Like, decide to actually just like start like a house church like mm-hmm. i think a lot of pastors even 
I think when people think about pastors, they don't necessarily think about what all goes into shepherding. Yeah. Like it's a lot. Yeah. It's very much so a lot. And any anything like even as far as like your home life or family life, like all that stuff will also play a role into how you minister too. So like there's nothing to ever just go about lightly. So dude, yeah. I totally understand. Yeah, totally. Um and a big part of that was uh, there was an opportunity back in uh, November to go out to San Francisco to spend time out at uh, uh, We Are Church. Um, they have like a essentially house church um, planting training. Um, it was like a 10-day thing. So that's been, uh, that was very challenging, um, confirmed a lot of things that had been uh, stewing in my brain. Um, and I would say corrected a lot of things, a um, whole lot of thoughts that I had about um I don't know, like what uh, what I envisioned church to be. Um, I learned that were more my thoughts and not really. Um, I don't know. I, I just think that they were more my preferences than uh, what God actually would have for us. So, um, yeah, still praying about all of that, uh, discerning, um, you know, the timing and what that'll look like. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I have no idea. Um, which is kind of a, a cool place to be in a way. Um, me and Kendra like really love our home church and we really love the community there. And, um, yeah, so it's not like, a oh, there's this need that we have the ability to fill and like, you know, um, but more so, uh, we've just sensed that like, this is something that, um, that God is, I don't know if you want to say calling us to impressing on us, whatever, continually just kind of weighing our motives and, uh, wanting that to come from a real genuine place like house church planting stuff like i mean apparently it's like a really big deal in the church now like it's i feel like it's like the sexy thing that everyone's kind of going after yeah like not in a not in a bad way because it's good and it's super fruitful like i feel like a lot of the approaches are more i guess like i guess seeing it the way that i see it it should definitely be way more like instead of an alternative to church yeah would be like an addition to what god's already doing like you know it's, it's a it's a deeper partnership i feel like mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of people that i know who are, are looking into it like a lot of it comes from a place of wanting to be an alternative to like the body and i'm like well it could just be addition in a more like low-key form that's equally just as fruitful i don't yeah. know yeah it doesn't need to like battle against the body you know like <laughs> right. uh, and um <laughs> Yeah, that's what we're really trying to be intentional about is like talking with uh, with church leadership and uh, wanting just to be on the same page. And uh, I don't always do the greatest job at that, but I'm trying to, you know, be more intentional with that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so we can delve more into that in uh, future episodes. Like, I think that would be really rad. And I think it'll just kind of naturally come up because of things that are on your heart and things that are on my heart and like things that are on our guest's heart. I want to kind of switch gears and um, let you uh, have some space to tell us what's new in your life, Calvin. I guess like the reason for my business was I was at the trucking company in our transport for a while. I think I worked there for close to between nine months to a year. It all felt like a blur. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it went so fast. And like at that point, I was working there and also I was working at Route 21. So I was working two jobs at the time. Um just hustling, trying to make money and stuff like that and trying to save up, um, establish credit, you know, all the adult things that aren't (laughs) fun, but are like helpful, you know? 
So kind of dove into that world. Um, that job had me working uh, 10 hour days, yeah. six days a week, some weeks, you know. So like upon being a really physical job working with semi trucks, like I actually drove semi trucks. So I know how to drive a semi, which that was fun. Um, very frustrating at first. One of probably the most humbling things I ever learned how to do besides you teaching me how to drive a stick to save our lives when we drove back from Pennsylvania. It was fun, man. In your, in your golf. <laughs> Kept us like, alive. Hey. So, <laughs> right. You, you did good. In, in the moment, it's like, hey, I need you to drive this. I'm falling asleep on the road. Don't kill us. Like, yeah, sure. No pressure. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like learning how to drive them and park the, the, the trailers was like really, really humbling at first. But I sucked at it terribly. Yeah. So, so bad. And like, me, I'm the type of person that, like, I don't like to suck in public. <laughs> so, like, if I'm bad at something, I like to kind of take my time with it and kind of learn it a bit and spend time with it and develop it before, you know, I guess, like, broadcasting it, I guess, in that sense. So, uh, in that moment, I was kind of in a place where I'm like, wow, well, this is, like, kind of humiliating. And the Lord's like, but it's also, like, kind of what being made new and being renewed is kind of like and i'm like okay go on yeah he's <laughs> kind of like well you're you're learning something new that you never walked into and it's kind of the same way with like learning to trust me for things you never trusted me for so like if it sounds over spiritual then it sounds over spiritual but there's a lot that jesus taught me in learning how to actually park trucks mm -hmm. about like my character and how like i view myself in ways i put pressure on myself that he never puts on me yeah and, I and mean, it was something that, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, they call it over spiritualizing it or whatever, but like, yeah, I mean, God's, God's in that stuff and he'll use whatever he wants to, to teach us stuff, you know, which is cool. You know, just yeah. that, uh, there are times that it's like, oh, am I like overhyping this or whatever? But it's like, all right, well maybe that's what God used, you know? And uh, I mean, that, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's exactly what it was. And, I'm kind of glad he did redeem it because, like, it was it was really hard. I was, like, questioning even in my heart, like, should I even do this? Like, should I should they just hire a person in to drive? Because I'm just having just the hardest time trying to figure this thing out. And the Lord's like, no, you are the person for the job. You just need to grow at it. And mm -hmm. that kind of began for me, like, a real chapter of, like, really understanding and um, being okay in my own skin, you know? The yeah. fact that I am, like, a work in progress and there is a lot of joy to be found in that. Um, rather than like, man, I have a long way to go and oh, it's going to be such a crazy journey and I have so much to learn. And rather than like, these are opportunities that I get to like develop as a person. So these yeah. are things I should delight in instead of like begrudging them, you know. Mm -hmm. So I eventually got the hang of driving the trucks and became really proficient at it. And prayer and a lot of it was cuss words. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just being real. Like a lot of it was both. Mm -hmm. And um in that process, man, like I'm super grateful for it because it helped our company like turn trailers way faster than we did before. And I actually worked my way up in that job from uh, just working, washing the tanks to actually becoming the lead supervisor of the tank wash. So that came with a little bit of a pay increase, but also a higher demand on me mentally and physically every single day. Yeah. yeah. And just after a while, you know, of working that job, I just kind of mentally began to just like, just kind of just drift 
and just idle by, you know, and just got comfortable making the amount of money I was making. And, um, you know, in my, in my place with Jesus, my personal time with the Lord was not as strong as it could have been. So a lot of my time was spent either working and sleeping. Yeah. Like it was a lot of, a lot of time I spent doing that. Um, putting that stuff. Um, I was still like doing Tuesday nights mentally exhausted but still doing tuesday nights you know and working just from a place of just not being rested so um and re- real quick for people that don't know what happens tuesday nights can you can oh I yeah, give a yeah summary of that yeah yeah sure um so tuesday nights originally started uh as a dudes group in your house which is now where i live which is <laughs> where you are right now yeah yeah <laughs> currently the room where we would have small group is where I am right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, started as a dudes group just to, I guess, help our friends, like, just take next steps with Jesus, you know, whatever that looks like for them. Um, uh, it, we would basically, like, you would put on messages and we would listen. A lot of it was, like, uh, Father DeMello, who, yeah, yeah. like, the one message you we watched at your place was, like, super, super life-giving and very, like, just thought-provoking so it began as that and eventually we opened it up to um a small group where we would have worship nights on tuesdays and from worship night tuesdays it became worship night and bible study and out of that place we invited more people into it so now um my home church restoring hope out of wyandotte we host tuesday nights as a worship night and we call it throne room Mm -hmm. and it comes from the bible passage that says that we can come before the Lord, come before the throne room of God with freedom and confidence. And the whole point of it is like for us to have our hearts and our minds just basically refocused in on who Jesus says that we are and who God is to keep us constantly encouraged in the faith and for us to build one another up as a body of believers. And we open that up to people who aren't necessarily like part of our restoring hope church like there's a lot of people from many different churches that come but we open that up on tuesday nights for people to have a place to be who want to kind of understand or know the heart of god and to know that they're welcomed at jesus's table because he says so you know yeah so we've done that and that's been like crazy fruitful so um i ended up leaving the job at the trucking company which was kind of weird because uh normally you know, the Christian thing to do would be like, hey, give your boss like a two weeks notice. Yeah. I literally took my lunch break and I just didn't come back to work. Oh, yeah. um, I was mentally just exhausted. I was not in a good place at all. Um, I just tired, frustrated, angry. Um, it was a lot of weird, weird stuff, man. Like, like still in a place of just like, wrestling with like life i guess yeah you know and what i want to do and how i felt like the job that i was working demanded so much of me that i had nothing left to give to the things i really truly cared about so like internally i just kind of felt myself dying like on the inside and i'm like i don't want to i don't want to go out like this like there has to be a better way and so out of that place i ended up leaving that job and which was weird because i texted my boss my resignation literally right after I punched out for lunch and didn't punch back in. Oh, wow. And by the grace of God, he was like, hey, like, I totally understand, you know, this job isn't for everyone. But, like, 
I just want you to sign some paperwork for me before you go. So if you can come back up here uh, tomorrow and we can like talk and everything. So I did that and it took me a while. I was a little frustrated at first, but I didn't know what the paperwork was. And like when he sat me down, he was basically like, hey, like, I know this job is crazy and like we have high turnover. I knew for sure like you weren't going to be like able to last forever, but I don't want you to leave like this. Like our company has seen such success since you started working with us that this paperwork is basically saying you gave me a two week notice. So if you ever need to come back here, we can bring you back on. No, way. I just know you need rest. Yeah, Dude, that's so sick. I know it was it was my mind was like I couldn't pick my jaw off the floor. I was like, this is crazy. Like. Even in the midst of me being like a complete jerk about leaving this job and like though it was never personal with my boss or anything, it was the higher ups that yeah. I had issues with and their lack of support for our terminal. Um, he I still have favor with him enough that he wanted to help me and he yeah. knew that I just kinda needed time to clear my head and, you know, have a break underneath me. So he allowed me that. And even to this day, like me and him are really good friends still. Um so after leaving that job I ended up uh, dumping full time, like into like ministry stuff. Like by the grace of God, I had peace of mind in my heart, knowing that I felt that I was doing what I needed to do in the moment. Um, I ended up working at Route 21, ended up picking up extra hours there to keep afloat. You know, I wanted to make sure that the people around me that I live with weren't going to be without a house or bills or anything like that. So, like, I did work a job yet and still, but it was one that allowed me a little bit more flexibility. Yeah. And, like, out of that place, felt a lot more resting. Um, Jesus gave me a car. <laughs> that happened. Uh, a car that was just, like, given to you? Yeah. yeah. Like, a uh, friend of mine named Maggie. Maggie. Maggie Marsh. She's awesome. Uh, one day, her parents, I guess, just randomly went to the dealership and got new cars. And they gave her their newer car. And she's like, I have this car here. And, like, I'm just kind of, like, thinking if there's anyone in our community who just needs a car. And, like, a couple people tagged me in a Facebook post. No way. At the time, I was at work and, like, praying and asking Jesus, like, this Saturn that I have has, like, 300,000 miles and everything wrong with it. And I'm going to recycle a pastor tacking joke. Um, <laughs> the car was named Shanita because she needed brakes. She needed oh, oil. Goodness. She needed... <laughs> She did it everything. So Such a yeah, it was one trick, of those. Man, it, it's awful, isn't it? But it's so good. Like it's, you get the point. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 uh it's a rough one, man. It, it's I it's mean. heavy, but it's so good. Um. <laughs> so yeah, with that being said, I had a project car basically for three years. Um, mm. and I just got sick of working on it, and that produced a lot of frustration in me too because I'm working this crazy job. I have good credit. And I keep getting turned down for cars when I go to apply for cars. And like little it was, little did I know it was the Lord's grace on my life. So I didn't get the car I wanted. Challenger RT with the Hemi engine. I, I have big dreams. <laughs> but the Lord said, uh, hey, man, um, there's a difference between your wants and your needs. You want a Challenger RT, but you need a car. <laughs> yeah. So he provided me a car through Maggie. Like literally after they tagged me in the post, I asked her like, hey, how much you selling this car for? Like, I don't make much, but I can make something happen. And she was like, let me pray about it. And she prayed about it. And the Lord said, hey, I want to give you this car. You're not paying me any money for it. So I had a 2008 car with 113,000 miles on it. 
Thursday night, she told me she was giving it to me. Friday by 10 a.m., I had it tagged and played it in my name. Dude, like, that's rad. Insane. But, yeah, it's been a lot of grace. A lot, a lot of grace. In the midst of me even being overly worried about myself and not seeking Jesus the way that I should have and not allowing him to just love me in that time when it was really hard. Um, he woke me up and he still like held on to his end and he didn't let me go. And that's like seriously why I'm I'm a believer is why I'm a Christian. Like God is so good to me, man. It's not that I like give him crap or I purposely do it to see how far his love would go. But in a moments where I'm hurting, he's so patient with me. Yeah, yeah. And he's never like abusive in his correction. He's always wooing me in and like, hey, man, like, I know things are rough, but you have to keep focused on me. Like, yeah. he's instructing yet and still. So, yeah, there's been a lot of grace on that, too. And I don't know. I, oh, yeah, real quickly, I got a blood clot in my leg that happened. Oh, no way. <laughs> I thought about that. I was like, oh, what else happened in eight months? Yeah. So, a week before my birthday, I had went. Uh, to the gym to work out and I worked legs that day but for some odd reason uh, a couple days after working out legs like my legs were still sore normally it takes a couple days to recover so I'm like well maybe it's muscle soreness but by the time the third day happened where I woke up my leg was literally swollen and it was noticeably bigger than my other one and at the time I had a friend of mine staying with me at the house and he convinced me you know you should probably go to a doctor and get this checked out Yeah, yeah so he convinced me to go to hospitals. He knows I hate hospitals. <laughs> I hate hospitals. Like, hate hospitals. So we go. Uh, they do the ultrasound. And I have a blood clot in the back of my left knee, right behind the kneecap. And it was causing uh, blood blockage. It was in my vein. Not actually in my artery, but in my vein. Come, the vein coming back up my leg. So my leg, like, swelled with fluid. And it was atrociously painful. Walking was a nightmare. Um, they got me started on blood thinners. And I've been on them ever since. So, like, as of my recent appointment yesterday, I'm only going to be on for two more months as a preventative measure because the clot's gone in Jesus' name. Like, sick. everything's, like, healed up since then. And I had an ultrasound since the first time I went and everything's, like, cleared up. But I have, like, a little bit left on the wall. So they're trying to make sure that that doesn't become anything or preventative problems. So they're going to have me on for two more months. So, like, through that time, I was, like super just afraid to die because i thought like like dvts which is like a deep vein thrombosis is is treatable by all means it's treatable and they say one in five people die from having them because they're diagnosed too late yeah oh gotcha yeah by the grace of god mine was diagnosed early enough to be treated like had i mm. waited on a couple more days like who knows what would have yeah. happened so dude um praise jesus yeah. for that man that's crazy exactly yeah. like you know and i want to definitely make sure like you know when you see like a, a statistic like one in five you're like oh that's like 20 percent. like that's that's whatever but like those are that's a pretty high percent of people who yeah like yeah. they don't 20 percent of people that are sons and uncles like are dead like i yeah. could not dismiss that in my head if i tried to so a lot of that season was just me getting all the clutter out of my life and out of my heart and just yeah. really focusing on Jesus as if it was the only thing that mattered in my life. And that helped tremendously through the healing process. Legit, man. But yeah, and I'm still here, still standing and life's good and God's good. And he's still teaching me. And I, I have become way more comfortable 
just knowing that I'm loved by him and that's all he ever calls me to be. Thank you guys for bearing with our long absence. Um, I think we had uh, over like a thousand listens over the, the months that we were not active. And um, I mean, not, not that we like paid careful attention to the numbers or that it's about that, but just like to, to see that people were like still listening um, even while we we're not actively putting stuff out. Um, I don't know. That just means a lot. Um, so we appreciate yeah, your support and um, yeah, we'll be back next week with our hundredth episode. And um, hey. I don't know, we have some cool things in store for that. That'll just be kind of like a more looking back on the first nine to nine. So um, yeah. Thanks to you guys for, uh, for listening and uh, we will see you next time. Bye.